You are Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast on the BYU Cougars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cougars. Welcome into your daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Plenty to get to ahead on today's show on a Thursday. We're going to talk about BYU and how I envision they might go about defending this Virginia offense. It is high-flying, to say the least. We'll also announce our winner of tickets to the BYU-Virginia game. A number of you responding with your emails about your favorite moments with Bronco Mendenhall, your favorite memories of Bronco Mendenhall. And we'll have a special conversation with BYU commit Parker Kingston. Had a chance to speak with him about his commitment to BYU shortly after he was bounced out of the Utah High School playoffs last Friday. A great conversation. Looking forward to his future as a BYU Cougar. We'll get to all of that ahead on today's show. So without further ado, let's dive on in. This is the Locked On Cougars podcast for October 28th, 2021. What's up, everybody? I'm Jake Hatch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah, as the executive producer of DJ and PK in the morning. But once again, thank you for making Locked On Cougars your first listen of the day. Our goal here is to make you guys the smartest BYU fans out there. The only way really to do that is to stay up to speed with everything going on with the Cougars. And that way you do that is to listen to this podcast every day. So follow wherever you're listening in from. We are free and available on all podcasting platforms and cannot thank you guys enough for your support of this venture now interesting game coming up this saturday obviously with the bronco mendenhall angle a number of former byu staffers on his staff out there at the university of virginia but the funny thing about this is Bronco Mendenhall maybe has his best offense he's ever had. And I know that's saying a lot considering he had guys like Max Hall, John Beck, even Taysom Hill during his time at BYU and had some pretty prolific offenses. But what Brennan Armstrong and the Cavaliers' defense, uh, not defense, their offense is doing right now, it's incredible. They are absolutely rolling right now. And I am interested to see how BYU goes about defending this high-flying offense. And I was having a chat with somebody earlier this week, and we were talking about how BYU might go about this because Brennan Armstrong, their quarterback, he's a true dual threat. Passed for over 400 yards last week, four touchdowns, also rushed for nearly 100 yards and two more scores in their win. He is the engine that makes the Virginia offense go. And we got to talk in this a friend of mine, and we were saying, okay, well, how do you, how did you think BYU would go about it? And an interesting thought occurred to us comparing this game to last year in 2020 when BYU was heading to Houston. Some of you might recall in the lead up to that game against the University of Houston, they were considered maybe the best team that BYU would face during the 2020 season. And the thought was that they had the best pure athletes that BYU would face that year. And there was some concern, how is BYU going to go about slowing down the Houston Cougars. Well, I feel like this week, going into this game against Virginia with how prolific the Cavaliers offense is, I think the conversation is very valid. Now, I think we can look at the Houston game as maybe a little bit of how BYU might go about defending Virginia this week. Namely, that BYU will say, you know what? We are going to make this game all about slowing down and frustrating Brennan Armstrong. 
go after him, blitz him, and on the back end of our defense, our defense, our, our defense, our defenders on the back end, so speaking of the cornerbacks, nickelbacks, and the safeties, they have to hold up in one-on-one coverage. We're going to go man, and we're going to allow the linebackers and defensive line to go and harass this quarterback. We saw that against Houston last year, and it worked because BYU, as many of you will recall, ran away with that win, and the defense was a big part of it, especially as the game progressed. It seemed like the back end of BYU's defense got better. They slowed it down, what Houston was trying to do. They manned up. Guys like D'Angelo Mandel went one-on-one with some of Houston's best receivers, their best athletes, and they shut them down. That is what BYU, I feel like, needs to do this week, is make Brennan Armstrong, if he is going to beat you, so be it. But we will not allow him to have an easy time, and that is going to involve, I think, BYU's defensive line and linebackers blitzing, getting a pass rush, making his night miserable, if at all possible, and then also trusting your defensive backs to go out there, man up one-on-one, and win their battles. It's easier said than done, and obviously Houston is a little bit at a different level than Virginia in terms of their G5 versus a P5, but Houston's got very good athletes, and I'm not saying that Virginia is loaded with guys who run 4-3 and jump 45 inches in the air at wide receiver. That's not what Bronco Mendenhall necessarily has. Do they have good athletes? Do they have power five talent there in Charlottesville? Yes, they do. But Bronco Mendenhall, I don't think he necessarily has the quote-unquote freaks that BYU, I think, can't keep up with. I believe in guys like D'Angelo Mendel. I believe in Isaiah Heron. Caleb Hayes, they've all had their moments. Look at the safeties for BYU. I hope that Chaz Ayu, if he is healthy to play this week, I'm, I'm hearing he did get dinged up in practice, and his status for this week's game is in doubt. But if he's healthy enough, I hope they move him back to safety. Allow guys like Ammon Hanneman, uh, also on the back end, Malik Moore. They have got to prove that they can go one-on-one. Jacob Boren, Jacob Robinson, all of them have to win their battles. I think BYU cannot afford, and this is just me saying this, I, I don't know this for a fact, I don't think BYU can afford to go with the rush three, drop eight scheme all the time this week and expect to win this game. I think they need to harass Brendan Armstrong. Spy him if you're not going to completely pass rush or blitz him on a, on a given down, but get after him. Make him uncomfortable. I think that is a huge Huge key to BYU coming out with victory against Virginia. Will my uh, pleas for that to happen be heard? Probably not because I'm not a coach at BYU, nor do I have the ear of the coaching staff at BYU. But just in that conversation we were having, it seems like to me that they could look at, speaking of BYU, they could look at what they did against Houston last year. They told their guys on the back end of that defense, you guys are going to play man-on-man, and you guys need to win your battles. I think that same conversation should be had this week and you put it on your defense and say, you guys need to go out and make life miserable for Brendan Armstrong. And the way we're going to do that is with our six, seven, whatever man front you go with, you guys are responsible to make sure he is uncomfortable. To use the Coach Yost thing from... Remember the Titans? You blitz all night. Okay, you're not going to blitz all night. That's, That's asinine. But you get what I'm saying. I hope that's how BYU goes at approach goes about approaching this game defensively. Obviously, as I said, I am not a coach. I am an analyst who sits here and talks about it on the radio and in podcast form. But 
just what I sincerely hope BYU is looking at. And we'll see if that ultimately is what comes to fruition. But I think that is what the inspiration should be for BYU and their defensive game plan this week. Only time will tell, and we'll see what happens Saturday night. All right, uh, you guys obviously want tickets to that game. It's a hot a hot ticket in Provo, Virginia, coming to Lavelle Edwards Stadium, an opportunity to watch the Cougars and the Cavs square off, Bronco Mendenhall versus Kalani Sitake. Well, I threw it out earlier this week. What are your favorite memories of Bronco Mendenhall as the head coach at BYU? And I mentioned to you, you needed to email the show. We're going to read your guys' entry and also announce the winner of the ticket. So the way the ticket giveaway was done is all of you who submitted your entries, you had a number assigned to the email you sent us. Put it into a random number generator. I ran it 10 different times, and it spit out a number, and that is who's going to win the tickets. But we're going to read your guys' responses. I think there's some great ones that were sent in. We'll get to all of those here in just a moment. Today's show is brought to you by our friends at SweatBlock. And what I love about SweatBlock is it's a product that can help anybody in any facet of their life. If you have sweat issues like myself, this is a fantastic product. And the reason why is because it saves us from having to feel self-conscious. I guess that's the easiest way to say about say what this product will do. It's a doctor-created and doctor-recommended antiperspirant wipe that lasts for up to seven days. It will keep you dry. It offers a free dry shirt guarantee. If it does not keep you dry, you get your money back. You can't beat that guarantee. And the cool thing about this, over the past month or so, we've been working with SweatBlock here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. We've had a few different people reach out and explain how it's helped them. We've had a Hollywood producer from... Uh, Working, excuse me, they're from LA, but working in Atlanta, 18 hour days for weeks in the Atlanta heat. She heard about Sweat Block, started trying it, and absolutely loves it. No more sweaty production days. She even reported that some of the actors working on her production actually have used it to stay dry on set and even on the red carpet. Like I said, folks, I've tried it. It's absolutely phenomenal, so you should give it a shot yourself. Get to sweatblock.com right now. You can save 20% off using the promo code at sweatblock.com. It's also available on Amazon or your local CVS pharmacy, but if you want to save that 20% off, get to sweatblock.com. Use the promo code Locked On and get going with our friends at Sweatblock. This episode of Locked On Cougars is brought to you by McDonald's, who is proudly serving communities since 1965. McDonald's has always been more than just a place to get tasty, affordable food. It's a place where families and friends can come to reconnect. And I can speak to this because I have had many a birthday party growing up at my local McDonald's, both in Orem and Provo. Fond, fond memories of that time. It's a place where classmates can meet up for a study group, knowing they'll have dependable Wi-Fi and endless supplies of French fries and McFlurries. Win or lose is a place where teammates, competitors, the home team or away team can come to recharge. It's also the place you always can look forward to to stopping after a long road trip to rest your legs and refuel. So check it out, my friends. If you've not been to McDonald's recently, want you guys to go back and give it another shot. Like I said, I have memories of going there during birthday parties growing up. I can speak to this after high school games. I went to the local McDonald's in Orem, the one off Center Street and State Street in Orem. If any of you probably have seen it over the years, that was my spot. Absolutely love that joint. And McDonald's, it's been a big part of my life. I want you guys to give it a shot as well. So head to your local McDonald's to refuel and reconnect today. Did somebody say, by the way, a locked on Cougars watch party? Might be something I have to look into because I know a number of these McDonald's, they have some pretty cool amenities now. I'm going to look into that seriously. I, I really mean that. It's not just me blustering here for this ad. We'll give that a shot. But want you guys once again to visit our friends once again at McDonald's. Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. I'm loving it. 
Thank you once again for making Locked On Cougars your first listen of the day. It's an absolute privilege to be with you guys every day talking BYU sports. And it is now time to reveal who is winning tickets to go watch BYU in Virginia Square off this Saturday. But I wanted to read some of the responses, some of the emails we got from you guys about your favorite memories of Bronco Mendenhall. So let's get into them. Starting off here with Aaron Bame. Hopefully, Aaron, I pronounced your name, last name correctly. But he says, my fondest memory of Broncos time at BYU was either attending the game against Utah in 2007 to see the Max Hall 4th and 18 play or going to the USU game in 2011 just days before going into the MTC. Bronco was always stoic, but when he did get excited, his celebrations were some of the most endearing. Here's hoping we don't see that this weekend. Good call, Aaron. You obviously do not want to see that because Bronco obviously would be celebrating, I think, in a big way if that were to happen. On to Bart Hamblin says, My best Bronco Mendenhall moment was when John Beck connected with Johnny Harleen in 2006 to beat Utah. Bronco showed so much emotion with that win, running with his arms up onto the field. It was my favorite moment seeing Bronco celebrate that win. Uh, I think many of you out there probably would echo what Bart just said. I, Like I said, I've talked about this in the past. 2006, crazy enough, I was halfway around the world in Taiwan serving a mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I read about the heroics of that day about four days after it actually happened on my P-Day. Crazy, crazy stuff. Uh, Next one coming in here is Steve Savage, and he says, Jake, I love your show. Thank you, Steve. He says, my favorite memory of Bronco is when he took over as head coach. He brought back the traditional uniforms and the Y-logoed helmets in 2005. The uniforms and helmets during the dark years of the program were an atrocity. Bronco really embraced tradition, which I appreciate. Whether you love, hate, or somewhere in between, it's hard to argue with Bronco's success. I could tell you many things I didn't like about him, but in the end, he helped BYU win, plain and simple. Steve, I like the dig right there, the plain and simple. I do use that phrase a lot, but I appreciate that. That was actually a good point. Whether you did like him or not, really, you cannot argue with the success he had as head coach of the Cougars. Now, Tyson Goodrich sends this one in, says, My favorite memory of Bronco is when he was the defensive coordinator. I would get so excited seeing him on the sidelines just fist-bumping so ferociously. He was so intense as the defensive coordinator and really was the right guy for the job. At the time, I completely agree. And I think it did run its course a little bit uh, down the stretch, and I think he got a little burned out on BYU, and I think a separation was probably uh, in the best interest of both parties, but he was absolutely proven to be the right guy at the right time for BYU, restoring the tradition of BYU, because we all know those dark years from 02 to 04. What a crazy, crazy time and something I don't ever want to go through again. Gavin Pohl sending this in. I have been a lifelong BYU fan. My dad was also a big fan. We had season tickets to BYU games when I was young, and my dad would take me to some games. My dad, my dad was one of the biggest Bronco fans I had ever met. He loved the calm, quiet composure that Bronco had. He would always comment on the fist pump that Bronco would do if he got really excited. About a year or so into having tickets, my dad got diagnosed with stage 4 esophageal cancer. BYU football was the one thing he continued to love and enjoyed while he was sick. When I was about 11 years old, he took me to a BYU football fireside. I absolutely loved it. These were the days of Harvey Unga, Fui Vakapuna, and Austin Colley. The fireside was packed. We didn't think anyone would have a chance. Oh, excuse me. The fireside was packed, and so we didn't think we would have much of a chance of meeting anybody. After the fireside, as we were walking out, we crossed paths with Bronco. My dad and Bronco were able to talk, and Bronco signed my program. I was so excited to meet someone my father respected so much. Bronco was so kind to take time to talk with us personally. 
That's really cool, Gavin. And my condolences to you on your father and stage four cancer. That's never a fun thing to deal with there. Uh, others coming in here. Ryan Welling saying, Jake, I agree that Bronco had some quirks. Like some really weird, uh, like, like like some pretty weird ones, dot, dot, dot. But for the most part, they were endearing. My fondest memory was the spirit, honor, and tradition jerseys in the Quest for Perfection campaign. Although I guess you could latch onto the idea, ultimately they were strange ways to motivate the players, and no one really thought they were going to go undefeated. He probably should have run those ideas through a few more assistants. I will say that when he broke out of his stoicism, you knew something special was happening. It's a good point, Ryan. Bronco, yes, he did very much have that just uh, calm, um, unflappable kind of demeanor on the sideline. I think he tried to channel some of what Lavelle Edwards had over the years, but he did break out of it every so often, and it was fun when he did. Uh, Jared Lamoureux sending this in. I uh, says, Jake, I don't need tickets because I'm already going, but I wanted to share a memory of Bronco anyway. So thank you, Jared. says, I wouldn't say this is my fondest memory, but it's a good one. My senior year of high school at Timpanogos High School in Norham, our seminary was hosting what they called a morning side. It's a fireside. It's held in the morning. Many of you probably are familiar with that. And Bronco was slated to speak at it. I think it was a Thursday morning at 6.30 a.m., so pretty early. But as a diehard BYU football fan, I was there early to get an up-close seat. 6.30 came and no Bronco. We waited another 10 minutes. He still hadn't shown up. The seminary teachers decided that one of them would speak in place of Bronco. But then at 7 o'clock, in walks Bronco. Mendenhall wearing a leather jacket, ruffled hair, and with a motorcycle helmet in his hands. Apparently, he had forgotten about his speaking assignment. However, he's able to speak for about 10 minutes instead of 45, but really, really cool all the same. Oh, sorry, Jared. You labeled it as JT. My apologies, Jared, but that... Uh, Bronco did love his Harley, and I still think he rides it out there in Virginia, and that's a really, really cool memory. I, I, I... that's unique. That is a unique one right there. So fun stuff. All right. Others uh, coming in here. Jacob Osler says, hello, Jake. I was attending BYU during the 2009 season and my family had season tickets. There were a lot of great games that year, but the one I remember the most fondly is the Utah game. It was late November, a conference championship on the line, and we went into overtime. I'm pretty sure it was the loudest I'd ever heard LES, and I even went to the ASU game this year and helped cause some of those false starts. Just the sheer joy and excitement when I saw Max Hall throw that pass to Andrew George and watching him run into the end zone was something I will never forget. It was Bronco who coached the team, and I thank him for that memory. The second uh, memory I have is watching Bronco run around the field after Tanner Mangum threw the Hail Mary to Mitch Matthews versus Nebraska in 2015. Jacob, I was in attendance at both of those games, and they were pretty legendary moments. There's absolutely no doubt of those. And then a final few uh, ones here before we get to our ultimate winner here. I want to make sure I read all of these, if at all possible. If I missed one, I apologize. I think I've got all of them so far. And now let's move on to Tanner Mortimer. Tanner says, my favorite memory of Bronco Mendenhall is when BYU was at Boise State, and Boise had the ball on the one-yard line. It was first and goal, and our amazing defense made a stop on all four snaps. I believe that was 2012 or 2013. A legendary moment. Says Bronco Mendenhall, the stoic, stone-faced coach that he is, stormed the field with arms out and pure joy on his face. He was so proud of his players and showed so much emotion. Kind of reminds me of Kalani Satake. And I'm with you, Tanner. Kalani is much more emotive and he will absolutely show uh, he kind of wears his emotions on his sleeve, dance and all that stuff and does a lot of that stuff uh, during the games. Bronco, when he did bust out of that shell, it was a lot of fun to see him do that. And he did have a lot of fun with it. All right. And then, uh, so last one before we announce our winner here. And this is this story. Uh, Brenton Hoyos sending this in. And Brenton, this was 
absolutely classic. Let's read this. My favorite memory of Bronco was my first ever memory. It was my freshman year at BYU in 2007. So Brenton's around the same age as I am. Uh, he, uh, I was at BYU. I think my freshman year was my 2008. So around the same time. He's a member of Cougar United. I said, I said, do you remember the student fan organization before the Rock? I do because I was a member of Cougar United at, my t- at the time I was at BYU. But he says they were whole- invited to a special event of the Cougar Club at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. I believe it was just after our first game, so honestly, I didn't even know who Bronco Mendenhall was. I just knew I'd get the chance to meet our head football coach and ask a question, so I was going to be there. I went to find a chair near the front as I took off my backpack. It swung around and smacked some poor guy in the head who was sitting in the front row. I apologized profusely and took my seat. He said, it's okay, nothing else. A few minutes later, Bronco Mendenhall was introduced, and the guy directly in front of me got up to speak. My first ever interaction with Bronco Mendenhall was smacking him in the head with my backpack. Uh, crying laughing emoji. Good memories. And then uh, Brenton signs off. Love the show, Jake. I listen every day. Keep up the good work. Thank you so much, Brenton. I appreciate that. <laughs> We've all been, had those moments. Like you just hit, you're like, oh, shoot. But hey, at least Bronco said it's all good, right? All right. So great, great emails from all of you. Thank you for supporting us. But it is time to reveal our winner. And like I said, I, I put this into a random number generator. All of you had a number assigned, ran it 10 different times, and the number spit out. And that brings us to our winner. Jimmy Anderson is our winner this week of the tickets to watch BYU and Virginia square off. And Jimmy, I will get you, get with you to get you these tickets. But your email, actually one of the shortest we got, but I think it was a great, great email nonetheless. This is my favorite memory of Bronco Mendenhall is the way he always had that facial expression when he was focused on the game. Any of you who watched BYU during the Bronco Mendenhall era know exactly what I'm talking about and what Jimmy's talking about. It was kind of like this mixture of pain, focus, uh, just this just intense glare. But it almost looked like Bronco was so intently staring at the game that he was in pain. It was just a it, it's a unique unique look and it's just kind of funny to to think about because man so many memories of bronco mendenhall so thank you to all of you who uh send in these emails jimmy as i mentioned i will get with you to get you those tickets and hope you have a great time watching the Cavs and the cougars square off this saturday night and hope all of you that uh send in emails are able to get out to the game or at least watch it it should be a fun fun night i know that a number of you will also be celebrating halloween i understand it's quite a conundrum for a number of you out there it's a conundrum for me as well because i have young children who are looking forward to going trick-or-treating but none Nonetheless, duty calls and hope all of you can get things handled where you can take your kids, go trick-or-treat the neighborhood, and then get on your horse and get down to Provo to watch the Cougars square off against the Wahoos from Virginia. All right, coming up here in just a moment, a great conversation that I had with BYU commit Parker Kingston. What is he looking forward to as a member of the BYU football program? And obviously a tough loss for him and his Roy teammates as they lost in the first round of the playoffs last week here in Utah. We'll get to that conversation and also update you guys where you can find teams involving BYU in action tonight. We'll get to all of that in just a moment. Today's show is brought to you by our friends over at Rock Auto, an absolutely fantastic 
fantastic company out there that wants to help you guys save both time and money when using the resource to take care of the vehicles that you depend on. Why would you willingly choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% markup for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership when you can go to rockauto.com and get the parts you need? For an example, a Honda Odyssey, a fuel pump for that car is $353 from a chain store, just $216 from Rock Auto. They are a family business, been serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years, Rock Auto's prices are reliably low for every customer. There's not like a special program you join or have a code to get a better price. They just have the price available there at all times for you guys, and it's the best price out there. Uh, they also have everything you could ever need for your vehicles. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil. If you even need a new engine, I don't, they got it all for you guys. Even new carpet. That is how detailed you can get with our friends at Rock Auto. So go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution for all your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in the how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need that's rockauto.com one more time out on today's show to talk about our friends over at Bet Online. NBA basketball and college hoops is on its way. And of course, Bet Online is the number one source for all the basketball and even the football action that's already ongoing. Crazy enough, we're already uh, on the back end of the college football season, nearing the midway point of the NFL season. It flies by, folks. But the best place to get in on the action is to do it with our friends at Bet Online. Head to their website. It's a new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit just use the promo code locked on to receive your bonus from basketball to football to baseball postseason nhl action boxing ufc right down to your favorite vegas casino games don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available from our friends at betonline.ag as they are the fastest and the easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports check it out now that's all courtesy of bet online where the game starts as we round out this Thursday edition of the show, I wanted to let you guys hear a conversation I mean to get to all week long. Parker Kingston is a commit in the BYU recruiting class for this upcoming recruiting class out of Roy High School. He's a starting quarterback for the Royals, but expects to play more of a wide receiver role, wide receiver role in addition to a kick return slash punt return role when he enrolls at BYU. But they got upset by Westlake in the first round of the playoffs and obviously disappointing fashion to go out in the first round but i had a conversation with him after that loss had a great chat and without further ado here you go parker kingston with myself on locked on cougars describe the emotions right now uh i'm definitely heartbroken um i love these boys that i've been playing with uh, i've been playing with a couple of these kids since i was seven years old so uh it hurts to lose in the first round with them but uh i wouldn't rather win or lose with these guys nobody else so um i i'm glad that i know that i have something after high school which makes it a little bit easier but it's still very hard when you broke that touchdown run to take the lead did you think okay yeah this is what the dreams are made of yeah i thought as soon as i scored i thought it was over there's no way that they're going to come back but then they ended on a field goal which yeah. And that, that's the thing about this. It's both the, the glory and the agony of, of, of this sport, especially yeah. this time of year, because it's winter go home. Yeah. So, as you mentioned, you have, you do have stuff going on after. Are you going to go on a mission? I don't know. No. Okay, so you're going straight to BYU yeah. then. Yeah. Is, that, is, that, is that the nice part, though? Like, knowing that, hey, yeah. 
I'm going right back in. I'm going to join another program. I'm going to start building relationships with yeah. whole group, another group of guys. Yeah, it, it feels good because I know that before I got my offers that I was stressing out saying I got to get something because I, I don't want to be focused on my recruiting, the season, and if I don't have any offers, then I know that the end of the season is going to be rough for me. But think, thankfully, BYU came in and felt like the right spot for me, so now I have a place. What about BYU sold you on the Cougars? Uh, the coaching staff up there. There's, they make you feel like family when you're not even there yet. Uh, Coach Roderick, he was the first person to talk to me, and Ever since then, I got to meet Fessy. Fessy brought me in on a visit, just one-on-one, and that's that's really what sold me because no coach has taken the time to one-on-one with me. Just so, and then I met Kalani a, a couple weeks ago, and he's one of the most like soft-spoken guys that I've ever met. But he can he can turn up the juice. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say he's got some fire. Yeah, he's too, got though. some fire. Yeah. <laughs> So what position are you anticipating playing down in pro? Um, they said that I'll probably be playing slot receiver okay. and then returning kicks. And then Roderick said maybe put some special packages at quarterback. So, okay. Yeah. So doing what you did here. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much doing what I did here. You, I saw you play cornerback, safety, quarterback, punter, kick returner, and punt returner. Did, yeah. I, did I get all of them? Yeah. Yeah. That's all. Is, do you like that multifaceted role, just being able to contribute? Yeah, yeah. I, whatever I can do to help my team win is what I want to do. So, is that something you've done your entire life? Yeah. What? Why? Like, what, what's the reason? Like, it's just the. It's, I, it's just the drive that I have for the game. I love this sport, and it's taught me a lot. And now it's uh, given back to me. So, awesome. Well, I guess last thing for me is. When are you planning on enrolling at BYU? What's the, what's the next step? Uh, I'm going to go. I'm not um, graduating early and going up there, so I'm going to join the team in the summer for summer practices and lifting. So Got some time to get in shape yeah. and then pick it up next fall, right? Yep. All right. Well, Parker, thank you for taking some time. I know it's, it's, it's tough to have this season, but yeah. as you said, soon enough you'll be right back at it. Yeah. Thank you. There you go. Thank you to Parker Kingston for taking some time. And obviously, it's a disappointing uh, time to lose and know that your high school season and career is over. But as he kind of expressed, he's looking forward to getting going with BYU. He'll be enrolling next summer and getting going and as part of the 2022 season. And cool to think about him uh, being a part of BYU's football program. The one thing I like about him just as an athlete, folks, is he is smooth smooth is fast and uh, he is a lights out he can play ball plays so many different roles for Roy High School I expect him to be able to do anything that BYU asks him to do and he kind of mentioned the fact that he's willing to take on any type of role that's asked him because he just wants to play football and he wants to win that's the right mentality to have. So thank you to Parker Kingston for taking the time. Now, a couple of quick notes before we go here on this Thursday edition of the show. Two BYU teams in action today. The women's volleyball program ranked number seven in the country now, I believe. They are in action against San Francisco at the Smith Fieldhouse tonight. Seven o'clock is when the match is scheduled to begin. It'll be live on BYU TV, also streaming on the BYU TV app and BYUtv.org if you want to watch the Cougars in action there. And also women's basketball. They're blue and 
white scrimmage game will be at the Marriott Center at 7 o'clock tonight. No streaming option I'm seeing on BYU's website for that, but I believe admission is free if you want to go out and watch the women's hoops team in action. And folks, the men's team gets a lot of the headlines. This women's team might be as good, if not better, than the men's team. We're talking about an absolutely loaded uh, roster for Jeff Judkins. The women's hoops team is worth going to watch. And obviously with admission being free, you probably can sit pretty close to the court tonight. I'd encourage you to get down to the Marriott Center if you're looking for something to do here on a Thursday. All right, that'll do it. A big thank you once again for your guys' support. As always, it's a pleasure to be with you guys. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day. want to encourage you guys now to get over to Locked On Big 12 as your second listen of the day. Get caught up on everything going on in that conference with Josh Neighbors in 30 minutes or less. It is free and available on all podcasting platforms, just like this one that you're listening to us on. That'll do it. Have a good one. This has been the Locked On Cougars podcast for October 28th, 2021, and we will catch you guys manana.